Hello and welcome to the Underwater Sunshine Podcast. This is episode number 80. I am your host. Say that again. Eight zero. I am your host, Adam Duritz. This is your other host. James Campion. The man. The legend. (laughs) You're the man. Eight zero. That's amazing. That is kind of wild. I did a uh, a radio show the other day on Premiere Networks and the guy's like, so, you have 79 episodes. (laughs) Steve said to me, you got 79 episodes. I was like. You're you're kidding. I just hadn't noticed. He goes, I go, is that the one that came out today? He goes, yeah. I'm like, wow, 80 next week. So here we are with 80. Right. Or it might even be 81 then. Oh, God, I don't even well, know. This will be 80. This, oh, one this will, be will 80. definitely be 80 because no, I think no, wait. the second Cars one is 79. I th- I'm almost positive. No, it's I not. The second Cars one is 80. Are you God kidding me? It. All this introduction here. Eight, oh, no, I think. Yeah, the second I, Cars one is 80. Fuck I, it. This is 81. <laughs> it's nine times nine. This is going to be a great start to this podcast because we're, 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 see, we work in the future. Yeah, and time travel is confusing. It really is confusing. Yeah, but I, I will say, what's coming up in the future is the Underwater Sunshine Fest number three, which is even more incredible if you think about that, it. That really is November seventh and eighth, two thousand nineteen, here in New York City. Actually, I think it's the eighth and the ninth, Adam. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's it's November eighth and ninth. Fuck seventh for you and me or you? We yeah, start on the seventh. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. the fucking eighth and ninth. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, and so, the tenth for us at. Rockwood Music Hall, and we're going to start right off with playing you some music. This next few podcasts are going to be all about the festival, and this is one of my bands I'm most excited about. I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about them after the song. They are seven brothers and sisters. This is The Hunts, and this is Life is Good, their brand new single, or their latest single in any case.
Yeah, it's they're fucking great, aren't they? <laughs> great, sound. they're incredible. It's what a throwback reminds me of the Cow Sills, like a family singing, and what unbelievable vocals on that. I love the fact that they're they're uh, five brothers. You said two sisters, yeah. And I just looked it up. Uh, Jenny and Jesse are the twins. Josh, Jonathan, Jordan, Justin, and Jameson. That's so great. They're all named with J. Yeah, the two oldest are Jesse and Jenny. Who uh, uh, Jesse plays viola, banjo, and they and sings. Uh, Jenny plays violin, and, and along with her brother Josh, who plays guitar, they sing lead vocals, most of them. Uh, Jonathan plays keys and vocals. Jordan plays drums and vocals. Justin plays bass and vocals. And Jameson, the youngest, uh, plays mandolin, drums, guitar, vocals. Uh, they all play more instruments than I just named. Uh, wow. Uh, it, watching videos of them, they all play more than that. Those are some, I guess, what their main instruments are. Uh, so the deal with them was that they... Uh, they grew up in Virginia. They're all homes. Uh, the oldest, uh, Jesse and Jenny, are 26. Uh, and I think Jameson, the youngest, is 20. Um, I think that's right. Their parents used to play gigs, and they would bring the kids along and have them like sing in the gig or play in the gig because they were all sort of musical prodigies, I guess. And uh, at a certain point, you know, five, six years ago, the kids just decided to start their own band and call it The Hunts. And so they did. Um, and... They're ridiculously good. <laughs> they all play different instruments. They all sing. And maybe uh, the most powerful uh, you know, instrument is their voices. Wow. Yeah. Perfectly matched. They're fantastic. It, uh, their videos are great, too. They make some really great videos. I, I just love the band. I really do. As soon as I, I checked them out, I was like, we got to get these guys. And I was so excited when they wrote me back. You know, and I, I just I cannot wait for them to get here. They just all seem really cool. Yeah. Um, mm. I do want to play one more song by them, and then we'll move on because we've got a lot of bands to get through the next few weeks. Yes. Because uh, this is a big festival. We have thirty bands playing this. Oh festival, wow! It's going to be so great. It's at the Rockwood this time, people. So yes, make note. We've moved uh, locations that we have three stages, which is why we have more bands. It's amazing. So let's get one more song by the Hunts, and I, I love this one because there's this great video where they're all on. The, I guess they're on their way to a gig, and they're pick. They're in the van, and they're picking each other up one by one. I think that's what it was. I saw it a long time ago, but I, I loved this song. It's called song Hard Day's Night Thing. Uh, this is from an earlier album, uh, like four or five years ago, Those Younger Days, and this is a song's called Make the Sleep.
can see, I can see, I can see a sunrise Call me out from the dark, cause I'm broken inside I can see, I can see, I can see a sunrise Call me out from the dark, cause I'm broken inside Up above the static, up above the rocks I hear your voice calling me out of the darkness Up above the static, up above the rocks I hear your voice calling me out of the darkness Caught up like parachutes, caught up like parachutes Oh, how we fly Caught up like parachutes, caught up like parachutes Oh, how we fly It's going to be so much fun watching these young people work because you could just everything is so perfectly arranged and I am really taken by their classic almost Celtic sort of Appalachian the real grasping of American roots folk music is in this these songs it's so beautifully done it's like a real lineage there it's it's impressive really I, I just can't wait. The vocals are so good. <laughs> they really are. I cannot wait to be in the room and watch them play. Because I've watched videos, but I, I just cannot wait to be in a room with them. I'm, they're just so good. I'm, I'm really excited about the garden session. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We need more microphones to get seven people on this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, the next band uh, we're going to play is from Denver, Colorado. They just started a couple years ago. Um, I think 2017 is when they really started playing around Denver. Uh, and they're called Wilder Miss. Uh, I, I found them on uh, an audio. I was just you know, surfing through all of Audio Tree's sessions and stumbled into this session. I thought they were so good. Um, there are four pieces. Emma Cole plays keys and uh, sings. Uh, and then you have uh, Josh Hester and Seth Beamer play guitars and Caleb, Caleb Tomkey plays drums. Uh, that's the whole band. If you're wondering what's missing, there's no bass player. Uh, they just do it with the other instruments. Oh. And, and they're they're very cool. Uh, and... Uh, their manager sent me after they signed to play the festival. Their manager sent me this song when it uh, was about to be their new single. What they did was they released an EP like a year ago, and they're releasing singles, which are going to add up to another EP in a few months. And they, I think they've released three for this EP so far. I played two of them. This one is uh, fantastic. It's called Hell or High Water, and it has a great video for this one too. The, 
a lot of these young bands are making really good videos, which considering how lazy I am about making videos and how much <laughs> I dislike making them, I salute them all for making the effort. Right. Well, um, you know, it, YouTube, I think, has really liberated all of that. You, know, yeah. you don't have to do the MTV, you know, uh, two-step anymore. I mean, people can put their stuff out, and YouTube's so ubiquitous now. There's yeah. so much great shit on there. I still hate making videos. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, Wilderness with Hell or High Water. Uh, this band is so good. This song is really good, too. Check this out. Come hell or high water I'm just a little uncomfortable I'm ready for the rest I might lose track Of where I am I care too much of it I know it all in that song a lot of energy you know I was, it's interesting I was looking up some stuff about these guys they've only been a band for a couple of years yeah. they're only they, within two years they have really taken the Denver and it seems like there's a sort of a Denver music scene from what I've read about it and I know the phrase are from there originally I, a, a band I like a lot and it's it's so cool to get a band like this to play the festival because 
we're seeing really the genesis of something really great. When a band is like within that first two year period, you know, there's that great, cool, you know, they're just about on the cusp, but getting, you know, I talked about, they, they talk about in their bio, uh, you know, getting half a million, you know, downloads on, on Spotify. They're, they're, yeah. they're there already, but it's cool because they're still no, they're that very new though. They, they've yes. only been together a little while. Uh, it's cool. Do you get a little, I got a little, I get a little Kate Bush thing. When it's partially the way they record her yeah. voice and partially the way she sings. The song doesn't sound like Kate Bush, but I really get this Kate Bush vibe out of her voice sometimes. I, I love, there's a, a breathless quality to it that's, I, I just kind of love the sound of her voice. Mm, it yeah. is a beautiful voice, and it's got some really great effects on there to give it like that. She's like, sounds like she's singing on top of a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> let's give you a few, let's give you another song by them. This is Fallen, another one of the singles from this year. It's coming all right, it's coming all right, the secrets of your life. It's coming all right, it's coming all right, the secrets of your life. It's
Yeah, definitely on that one. That that little cool thing she's yeah. doing. Give it all right. Give it all right. That reminds me of Kate Bush. Uh, I love how they're using her. For, first of all, she's a fabulous vocalist. But I love how they're using the like in that one. She's dead for a lot of it. That like there's no effect at all. It's like she's right here in the living room yeah. of this. And then do that chorus. It just builds up, and then those other voices come in. So it's it's a really intriguing way to 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 arrange the song vocally. And she's just got a powerful gift. So it makes you know it makes sense. You can play with that and and really yeah. change the feeling of the song. It's another good one. It really is. So we want to take a completely different. Uh direction for a bit and uh play someone we've played before on the show and uh he's played a festival before but he's coming back this time uh which is matt susich who we've talked about a lot uh, really at the moment my favorite he's just such a classic new york folk songwriter uh and uh he did a great album last year called thousand dollar dinners where he released the songs one at a time or two at a time throughout the course of several months until the whole record was out uh, and it's a great record. Amazing. And uh, we've played a lot of songs from it in their Garden Session ver- versions, but I don't think we've played anything off the record, really, or a very of little. We played the, um, what's the one about Beach Town? We played Beach Town. Oh, we did. We played the Beach Town single. Beach Town and one other one on here. But yes, he has played a couple of, played these songs on a couple of Garden Sessions. And um, yeah, I, I dedicated it. we played Saturn, too, from that. Probably. Yeah. Um, I dedicated a feature. Uh, check it out, please. Uh, from last, late last year on Matt's record, uh, we went through the whole record, and uh, he's just really proud of it. And it's, it was a it's a really tough time for him, and um, you know he put it all down on record, and it comes through so beautifully on this album. And there's a, there's a there's a sort of I think I called it a tragic comedy record. And he laughed. He said, "Yeah, it really is," it, because he he he's got a funny way of presenting these things that happened to him. Uh, just really unique. I think New York songwriter is an excellent way to describe him because, uh, well, he is a New Yorker, but he captures that in these songs. He's got this real modern version of '60s '70s Paul Simon to me that is just—it's very much his own thing. He doesn't actually sound like Paul Simon at all, but he—it just something of the. When I hear him, it reminds me of that level of songwriting and just that, that sort of kind of troubadour. Uh, so I want to, but this song we haven't played. He played it at a garden session, but we haven't played the record version. It's it's called Back at Zero from Thousand Dollar Dinners, and it's just so fucking beautiful. It really is, uh, and heartbreaking. So this is Matt Susich, Underwater Sunshine veteran and returnee <laughs> from his album Thousand Dollar Dinners this year, Back at Zero. Just so we know We're free to go now Another lesson learned Let's add it to the power You grow your hair out I put on ten pounds Think about all the clothes I own I'm back at zero Paving a dirt road Sleeping dog in my bed till rise and shine I got my own life Just so we're clear 
told me uh, about this song it is probably one of the most honest songs I've ever written and man <laughs> well and then even the way it's produced the stark nature of it just the guitar that the piano every once in a while playing these whole note chords and then just him and uh, Lily Katsuyama as the right. singer singing yep. with him uh, it, yeah it's a spectacular song it's just it takes your breath away it's, it causes a hush whenever it's played Absolutely. And, and the reason why I bring up the tragic comedy thing, and, and it was the subtitle of the piece that I wrote, and, and, and he brought up trying to find the dark humor in things. And it's a really heartbreaking line when he says, but we all kind of smile at it because it's kind of true. I know this is not the end of days. We're going to both move on, but I'm not okay. I'm far from okay. Yeah. And it's just really nails that, that emotion beautifully. Yeah, I mean, the world doesn't end when these things fall apart, but it doesn't mean it doesn't feel like the end of the world. And that's not an, that's a hard thing to live with. Sure is. You know, and he really expresses that pretty <laughs> beautifully and devastatingly at the same time. Yep. I, I was here uh, last weekend. Uh, David Leal Pepe was here visiting for the week with his wife from Gang Abuse and, uh, and Chris Carabo. And I'm from, so sorry I missed that, man, because I know we wanted to, we, we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we'll do it another time. But Chris and his wife Bonnie were here, Chris Carabo from Dashboard. And, uh, I was sitting with Chris alone one afternoon. I played him some of this stuff. 
because Chris is back doing uh, acoustic stuff. He's he really wants to just do some dashboard stuff that's just him with an acoustic guitar, like the way he started out. He's kind of oh, doing cool. that for a little bit right now, and he uh, it really like struck him listening to Matt. He loved it. He was just thinking, wow, this is kind of the, exactly the vibe, you know. Right. You know, it, he was just really knocked out by it. Um, I want to play one more song because I, I want to show you Matt with a band and how great it is because I actually love this song. This is I Want Everything, just to give you one more flavor of Matt because <laughs> I do think he'll be playing with a band at this festival and uh, this is this is how that sounds. Uh, the song is fantastic. It really it's just, is. I want the rolling hills And the flatlands too I want the rushing valley To the Hampton Dunes
I get caught up in that song when it plays. <laughs> I just I get swept up in that one. Uh, you know, I'm I, you know I'm a little biased because he's my friend, but I fucking love Matt Susick. Oh man, he is such a great guy too, and a wonderful performer. He is a stellar performer. Oh yeah, you you, you cannot take your eyes off him when he's working. Uh, what helps? He's a spectacular guitar player. Yeah, he and really is. Composer of guitar parts, uh, as well as a great singer. You know, it's like. What were you going to say? I didn't interrupt you. No, no, no. That's all part of the melange here. I was going to say that I've listened to that song probably 20 times. I can't even remember. But just now sitting here listening to this with you, I, I'm, and I'm going to pay the highest compliment I can pay coming from me. That song sounds like when the Stones were really great. It has a Stones vibe. It's got this white man gospel thing going on. I, I, I picture this being on third side of Exile Main Street. That shuffle... That Charlie shuffle and then like and the Hammond coming in. I was totally. That's the first time I had this feeling like, oh wow, that sounds like stuff I really loved when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just got that vibe. He is really great with a band. And I, is he playing by himself or with a band? No, I think he's playing with a band. Oh, great, fantastic. So we're gonna take another huge left turn here, which this is part next, of this festival's greatness. Yes, this band. I'm going through at, at one point. I'm going through all of Ehud's cellar sessions. From uh, City Winery, like which is uh, the other version of the Garden Sessions that he does. Right. And I'm going through years of this stuff, and I come upon this band, and this song comes on. And I am just glued, staring slack-jawed at the computer screen. And, <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's over, and I just thought to myself, what the fuck? And I rewound it. <laughs> rewound it you don't really have to rewind it i just clicked to the beginning and i played it again and i thought okay i've got to get these guys for the festival uh i I don't i gotta like find a way to write to them figure out who they are uh i'm I'm gonna play it again and i'm gonna i want to hear it again i'm gonna search online as it's playing again it starts up and i'm i'm looking at the the singer and i'm thinking jesus he looks familiar to me and then all of a sudden i realize oh that's because i know him it's it's shlomi lavi who is the drummer for marcy playground and this is his band. Oh. What I'm looking at is they're called Van Goose. And what I'm looking at is five people across. On the far right is a guy playing like snare drum cymbals and like lin drums, like uh, com- uh, like uh, what do you call it? Computerized drums. Sure. The guy next to him's got a Electric bank of drums, keyboards. Yeah. yeah. Next to that is Shlomo with a, a regular drum kit, but he's standing up playing it. Uh. And he's singing. They're all kind of... A lot of them are doing vocals on. Then a guitar player. And then this woman who looks like Yoko... Well, she's, she's Asian and she's got these sunglasses on, which kept making me think of Yoko Ono because she had these great sunglasses on. And she's <laughs> playing this really awesome, like... Uh, I think it's a... I don't know if it's a Ricky bass or it just looks like... It looks like a Fender Jag. It looks like my Fender Jag, but it's a bass. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like this bright cherry red and white bass. It's killer. And they're... They're just tearing this shit up. I realize, oh, well, not only do I know the guy, but he's actually already playing the festival with right. his other band. Right, Marcy so Playground. I'll bet it's again, easy yeah. to get him to play the, to play the festival as Van Goose as well. So we were able to get him. Uh, this They remind me of Tom Tom Club. They're oh, just kind of, kind of fucking insane. Uh, there's no way to possibly describe this to you. I'm just going to play it for you, but I can't stress highly enough. You have to go on YouTube and find this one-on-one session. Uh, or the or the seller session, whatever it's called online, and, and watch this band, or just come to the festival and see it because they are insane visually, <laughs> and it's fantastic. This is Van Goose 
playing Last Bus. You tell me what it reminds you of. I don't know if you've heard this before. Okay, I have not. But you're check this out. Hello, 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 hello. We are Van Goose. Shut the- 
学了一下。Yes. <laughs> <I did> <laughs> It's insane. In the middle of that, James asked me. James said to me, "Well, I, I wonder what this song will be like live." I'm like, "This is live. <laughs> this is them live. How fucking insane is that?" Oh, let me just say that's my second standing ovation in the 81 episodes of the show. The other one was for Sean Barna's record. Um, Devo. That's what I hear. Oh yeah, Devo. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I'm here in Tom Tom Club and Devo. That's the other thing. Devo, absolutely, and that comes to high compliments because uh, Adam and I are big. You and I have really never talked about Devo, but I, I am huge Devo, Devo oh, fan. Yeah. Um, but but it, and also anything the Mothers did of invention, I hear some uh, Violent Femmes in there. But it's just so, and I'm obviously Talking Heads, where Tom Tom Club comes from. But it, that is just so inventive, so cool, so rhythmic, which gets me right in the solar plexus every time. And I just love the freezing of. Is he singing that? Oh yeah. Well, it's him. It's him and a couple of other guys singing in the background, too. I know. should have taken my last bus. That's foamy, though, right there, yeah. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, that was so enjoyable. I didn't want it to end. I, I got I, no feeling in my upper jaw. <laughs> what the it's hell like, is that? It's amazing. It's incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. It is, that is fantastic. Oh, man. That is one of the... That is one of the best things we've ever played on the show. I can't believe you got those guys to show up to this. <laughs> oh, it was just incredible. It was so lucky. I mean, I, I was obsessed with it, and then I realized, oh, I know where that guy looks familiar. He's a friend of mine, and he's already playing the festival with his other band. Oh, this man. is fantastic. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, they're, I, they're can't wait. incredible. I, can, can we? Who's announcing those guys? Uh, I don't remember. I can't, I have to, what, when are they playing? That might are be me. That might be me. I'm not sure. I love I love them so much. <laughs> I think I might be doing them because I I have that story because I they're just they're crazy. They're incredible. Story. Um. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from here. I don't I know. Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, we got plenty more. That, think about what we just played on this podcast alone. I mean, we've played stuff that is, you know, heralding the hunts. Remind me of you know classic folk music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Matt Sutcher's a great singer songwriter. Uh, you know just great rock and roll music, and then this <laughs> fucking insanity. Uh, you know let's take another. I, I know what to put. Let's just go in a completely other direction because there's no other way to follow yeah. Van Goose. Let's just go in a completely other, a complete other direction. This is a band, uh, Larvok and Connor Connor Gladney. Um, who just opened for Eric Hutchinson a couple nights ago. That is true. At the and because uh, yep. they texted me, but I couldn't go down. But uh, we found them. They played the last garden sessions here during the last festival. And I was just we were stunned, stunned at how good it was. They were so they're both incredible guitar players. And, and we and played singers. some of their stuff on an earlier podcast. Yes, we, we did. We, we played this song, in fact, which was not released yet. But uh, I want to play it again. Um, this is a song that's going to be their new single. It's going to come out. Uh, the, re- the record is going to come out in the fall sometime. They're not exactly sure when. Um, but this is Scout playing High Banks. Great they, they kill me. It's They were so... The guitar playing and the interplay between the two guitars was so beautiful. Um, but check this out. And it's just a completely different direction from Van Gogh. So let's go here right but now. But good way to follow because these guys are fantastic. Scout with a K. S-K-O-U-T. Connor Gladney and Laura Vock. And you'll see. This is High Banks. We're Scout and this is called High Banks. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
playing the dual guitar playing they're so good at that oh i remember that connor was playing on it flat he had it laid out flat like it was a, a lap steel and he was playing on it like right hammering and getting harmonics off it while she was she was picking uh her guitar in the regular style um that was i forgot I don't know if i remember to mention it that was right here in in, in the at a garden session yeah. Yeah. um that recording man it was just so that was the first thing I heard that day. I walked out from my bedroom, and they they were they just started playing as I walked out, and I just stood there, like, Jesus, they're good, God. And they played Sunday, right? So <clears> I missed that. 
funnily enough, I, I just keep missing them. As you mentioned, they opened up for Eric played the cutting room. He's doing his, um, his wine tour now. Or his, well, it's really great. And uh, so I had done – but I saw Caitlin, his, uh, who is Connor's sister, who runs uh, Eric's tours – uh, in the summer, because I did the trivia thing for Eric Hutchinson's E Hutch Club weekend here in New York, and I just missed them. Then they were supposed to go, and then, or they played the night before. I did it Saturday, and then I didn't see them here. And I told Adam while it was playing that they're really cool. My niece, as I've talked about on the show before, uh, Sydney, really fell in love with the song. I had sent it to her uh, here and now the one we played last time and she did a version of it on on instagram and tagged them and they got back to her and like they're now in touch it's that's what's so great about this festival it's the connection that all these musicians have and the respect they have for each other and how they give each other advice or play on each other's records and you were talking about for years the outlaw road show people would tour with each other and record on each other's records it's really fabulous but scout i personally cannot wait to finally meet them hopefully they'll have them on the podcast and to listen to them play now yeah, I don't know if you've heard this next band. They are so good. Uh, Winter Sleep is, they're Canadian. They're from Halifax, Nova Scotia. And they're actually pretty successful. They're pretty big up in Canada. They don't come down here very often. Uh, they did a tour opening for Frightened Rabbit a few years ago. Um, they've done some opening tours down here. Not a lot of headline tours, I don't think. But they're really good. You might recognize this song. though. I, I, I love this song. And this band is so good. Uh gonna play it for you this is winter sleep uh from uh their album in the land of which i think is just this year i think it's the new album but this is beneficiary all my days i wake up open my eyes beneficiary of a genocide drive to work all day go to sleep at night beneficiary of a genocide Yeah, yeah. 
Canada? Halifax, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really great. Yeah, I mean, great song. It really is. I had not heard that before, though. But you think I would because it's, it's very infectious. Um, yeah, I don't know where I've heard it, it but I, as soon as I um, – the very first – I don't think – I heard it at some point. The first time I was listening to Winter Sleep, I came upon that song because it was brought up for the festival, and immediately I knew the song. And I, so mm-hmm. I don't know where I've heard it before, but I – I know, I know that song. Yeah, it's, it's I, you know. very infectious. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. It's hard to stop listening to it. <laughs> play it over and over. I was like working out the other day, just playing it over and over and over again. It's a chant. Well, not that I. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I just like. <laughs> Zoe walked across the room. I was watching she Zoe. Did. Walk I was the completely room, distracted. And I just by completely her. lost my train of thought. Well, she I is love a her, woman, and, and she walked across yeah, the room. Yes, I lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> Just getting a tray of food, and she erased every other thought from my mind. Anyways, okay, so. Moving on. Moving on to Claire Morales. You wrote the piece uh, for the festival on Claire Morales. I did. And I love her. She's from Texas. She is. She is magnificent, like, this dark, awesome indie guitar music. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys asked me to do that because I had not heard of Claire. And uh, she was um, quite a sensation at South by Southwest. And she has a new record out, and I devoured it. I loved it. And normally when I do those things, I try to talk to the artist. I did that for Wild Pink last year, obviously, Eric. But um, I didn't do that this time. I completely went in as a fan and not as a music journalist or critic or podcaster. And I just loved it. I was was swept away by that record. It's dark as – Adam mentions it's funny, it's weird, and I wrote all those things about it, and I thought, well, I hope they dig that. And, of course, they use those quotes all the time now. It's like the weirdest – if you're into the weirdest weird things and her videos are really strange and cool, and I know we we talked a lot about videos on this podcast, but it's very true. It draws you into the music very well. She's she's clearly got that whole Bowie – Thing where she just inhabits this character and, and, and performs it. I, I can't wait to see her play live, like we've said about a lot of artists today, because she just embodies these songs. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's weird in that there are a lot of really complex emotions and the guitars are, like, intense, but it's not like it's not... I mean, it is very listenable. You put it on and you're just like, oh, rock and roll. This is fantastic. Absolutely. It's just... We'll start right off with No Telling. The album's called All That Wanting. It's from last year. 
and this is the song No Telling, because we, we couldn't figure out, we each picked one song, because <laughs> this is my favorite song on the record. I love this song. This is No Telling, Claire Morales, who just kicks ass. <laughs> Light in the room, always coming in too soon I am peeling myself off for the sheets that might consume me If I let them, I might just let them Thinking of you, how it seeps into the day I amuse myself by thinking up the things I ought to say to you Another will That's the most accessible song on there. It's the single, right, off the off the record, I think. Um, it reminded me so much, I think I wrote that, of The Pretenders, the way she's phrasing that there. And it, yeah. it is a true great rock and roll song, no question about it. The guitars just kill me. I though. know, yeah. Uh, so the one that your favorite song is on this record is Sybil. Yes, this, the one that we could play. Because I think I mentioned to you... Well, the Diana the, 1 and Diana 2 are six <sighs> minutes each. So uh, and, you, and it's a two-part song. It's, yes, it's long, no question about long. it. Yeah. Um, and, but... 
having said that, this is a really great song. And I think this depicts kind of her vibe on the record. Um, but again, the record is not just rock and roll or kind of weird uh, sort of dream fever songs. Uh, there's a lot to, to mine on this. This is a really, really great record. Um, it, it's, and I love her first album, too, which has more of a country tinge to it, a little bit more of a Texas uh, flavor. But this one, she really went full out. Um, Got so that's psychedelic Psychedelia, yeah This is one of my My three favorite songs On the record Are this one uh, No Telling And the title song Which is the first song On the record All That Wanting right. uh, Which I think is a great song too uh, Yeah, there's just A lot of great stuff On this record It's, I mean People get concerned That people aren't making Full albums that are good anymore This is a challenging Exciting Like daring Full album of great stuff. Excellent point. Yeah, that is an excellent point. This this is a full album. Absolutely, it's not just songs strung together. Clearly, they had a plan here, and uh, the theme—not necessarily a lyrical theme, maybe—but uh, absolutely, it works as a one piece uh, very well. I think. Yeah, it's these. Anyways, well, let's play you Sybil. This is a great song. Um, uh, it's like this dark waltz kind of thing. I mean, it's not a waltz. <laughs> yeah. It's not in waltz time, but I think it was this like swirling music. Claire Morales, from All That Wanting last year, this is Sybil, or Sibyl, or Sybil.
Yeah, that might be my favorite song on the record. I that is such a good. I don't know why I said it wasn't a waltz. Of course, it's in waltz time. It is. My my initial instinct about calling it a waltz was absolutely correct. It is. Shouldn't have chickened out on that. Nah. It's totally a waltz. You nailed it. Um, and she nailed it. Uh, that song is so good. It's so good on so many levels. The first level is kind of that. She, that reminds me a great deal of one of my w- wife's favorite bands, Mazzy Star, from the early '90s. That great ethereal sort of weird kind of thing going on. The way she sings, she's kind of rolling over the melody. Well, also the band, the 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 sound of the band on that song is a lot like the band on uh, Fade Into You. The sonics Cor- yeah. of it really are similar on that. Yes, you know? yes, and probably their finest record. And um, Mazzy Star, and and also the. Uh, that cool Texas reminds me of yeah. you know something, and and it also has a cool sort of. It's got that Twin Peaks kind of David Lynchy sound yes. too. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely does, and the whole record is kind of, you know, it's it's just a little off kilter. She's such a great personality, and it comes through on the re- on the record. And again, once again, I have to say, cannot wait to see her play live on the stages at uh, Rockwood um, Music Hall here in New York for our. Festival on the eighth and ninth. I mean, you're going to see some. I mean, just in this podcast alone, all the different kind of styles of music. Incredible, and yeah. uh, that's a great record. Check it out, Claire one, Morales. She's fantastic. One of the guys that's coming back to play again, uh, returnee, is Sean Barna, uh, and I. His album last year, that sort of the, I want to call it the epic EP uh, of Sissy. Uh, just this incredible. Go ahead, say it. Uh, it. It was my favorite album that year, and. Me too. Uh, I still sit around listening to it just completely knocked out, especially with the lyrics in front of me. And I, I want to just play one more song. I know we've played Sean a bunch on here, but I want to play one more song, one more, uh, just to remind people of it. This is the opening song on the record. Oh, yeah. It's I'm on the record, and I'm going to play you my favorite song. It's not the one with me on it. <laughs> Although I love Routines. It's beautiful. It is. But Serious Child, the opening song, just reminded me of some combination of David Bowie and Lou Reed and Bruce Springsteen all together in this incredible like picture of life, you know, Gay life in in New York City it just knocked me out. Um, the underground beautiful. Uh, can I just say also that we just talked about it with Claire and about the art of the album or the theme. I know I think there's only five songs on this EP on Sissy. Yeah, but they all connect so beautifully. They're all in and of themselves great songs. But I have never listened to that record out of order. I've always listened to it straight through. If you could give yourself over for 20, 25 minutes to that album, to that EP, it will take you places. It'll take you, it'll uh, remind you of, of, of the reason why you love rock and roll music and great songwriting. And again, I was lucky through this podcast to meet Sean and through the festival and to do a piece with him. And I got to sit, you know, we actually did the interview right over here in your kitchen. Yeah. Uh, he was cat sitting, I believe that week. Um, and it was just what a great day, and he his insights into his songwriting. I mean, he's just one of the great, honest guys, and we love him. And this is one of our favorite records. I'm so glad you're playing something for this. Yeah, again, no. yeah. I'm just going to read you the first verse and chorus. Please. Come inside. There's heirlooms and coffee. If you happen to be the last one, shut the door. Bring your fire down from the western slope. I know you're tired, darling, but please don't go. A couple, two, three things you must know. But first, would someone turn down that goddamn stereo? My baby brother got broke down too soon. Say what you want, but my mother, worn down, made it through. And if these mirrors are right, we've had our fair share, killing ourselves under synthetic hair. We'd be the bells of the ball if Jesus were here, single and queer in the bathrooms of Brooklyn. 
And Man, we have played this song. That on the is podcast an before. opening to a record, right there. I mean, it's Springsteen esque. If these mirrors are right, we've had our fair share, killing ourselves under synthetic hair. We'd be the bells of the ball if Jesus were here, single and queer in the bathrooms of Brooklyn. That is a fucking chorus right there. And this album is. I, I'm just uh, and I, Sean almost died a couple weeks ago, and oh, uh, I know it was terrifying it really was uh, when he came out of the hospital he stayed at our house for a day before heading down to dc i just i'm i'm just i'm so glad he survived but you really it was it was living with someone who had just barely survived that day it was no sean i'd ever seen before and i'm so glad he's okay and uh ready to get back on stage and blow our minds yeah this is I'm, serious child yeah this from the record sissy 2019 fucking great record 2018 just an incredible record and the best record in my opinion anybody made last year this is the opening song from sean barna sissy serious child
I was going to say real quickly, now my friends all come in twos. They need their reflections like I need you. Glamour's a good thing, but pretty is meant to be used. That's a great fucking song. Oh, my God, that's a good song. It really is. And if, and if anybody, please do yourself a favor. I was trying to look it up while I was playing. Go back to the podcast that you and I did when you first played me these songs last year. Uh, that was one of my favorite podcasts of all time. We went through every one of those songs. We played every one of those songs and we talked about them yeah. and, and in depth. And it was really important for me because it showed what was great about doing this podcast and listening to new artists and uh, make their statements, whether personal, political, general, uh, musical. I loved Sean's record. Can't say enough about it. But we could talk because we de- deconstructed the song. I remember it uh, vividly. I just can't remember what episode, but go back and try to find that one. Even if you're a fan of the, the show and you remember it, go back and check that. I might even do it because I, I had a, loads of fun. I mean, these songs had everything in it for us to do what we do here. Well, we did routines at the end of one of the background vocal podcasts. And then with the next week, we came back That's and did the whole rest of the record your on a different so podcast. Yeah, um, that's true. So one of the best things about this, pod, this uh, festival coming up is we've got Sean Nelson playing. And I'm a huge fan. He's a fantastic writer. Katie is just – she's just apoplectic. She's just like <laughs> – she's just having seizures all day long about it because he's so great. Um, she's Jordan basically moments. foaming at the mouth. Uh, uh, now, Sean Nelson had his start. He's had like – so many different parts of his career. He began, though, in a band called Harvey Danger. And I want to play you the, the song from their first album right now, which you may have all heard before. It's called Flagpole Sitta. And this is where we all first heard yes. Sean Nelson. Dig this.
I always loved that song. Me too. I remember that song coming out like uh, it was. It's 1997, and we were. It was a big hit. Like a year later, though, and we were. I think we were recording Desert Life, or you were recording Desert Life, or touring on uh, satellites. On satellites, I can't remember which one it was, but I remember just like listening to that song over and over and over again. But Sean Nelson is so much more than that. I mean, he had years in Harvey Danger, but he also then formed the Long Winners. And played in that band. He's played keyboards for uh, in the last decade or two for uh, Robin Hitchcock, um, and still does play with Robin. He's also made solo albums. He's also the uh, he's worked as an editor and a writer at the Seattle uh, Alternative Weekly, The Stranger, for years, and uh, he's still, I think, the arts editor there um, for the newspaper. He's very like take enough time really looking into his songs. He's very. influenced by literature there's a lot of uh moby dick all over that record where have all the merrymakers gone um but his own solo stuff is just brilliant too and like almost 20 years later in 2013 he put out an album called make good choices and this is the first song on the album it's called the world owes me a living and i intend to collect and check this out because this is a really good song this is a really good record Uh, the whole record is so good sean nelson the only real answer to the question, whither rock and roll is hither. Some misguided people think that the answer is thither. They're wrong. Those theories are passe. Nobody listens very well. They only want to tell you when you're being self-destructive Nobody understands the pressure you are under No wonder why you are at more productive Never had the means or the wherewithal To try to break your dying fall Seems to want to touch you when your body needs it most. 
So that was from 2013, did you say? Yeah, that's from his album, Make Good Choices, in 2013. Uh, and what he did this last year was he made a record called Nelson Sings Nielsen, which is a play on Nielsen, Nielsen Sings, Sings Newman. Newman. The uh, cool the, the album that Harry Nielsen did, you know, covering Randy Newman. Yes, uh, and he did a whole album of Harry Nielsen songs, which is really cool. I and think. hard to do because Nielsen was one of the great vocalists. Yeah, and also just like a complete psychedelic. I mean, he covers "She's Leaving Home" on his record only two or three months after the release of Sgt. Pepper's. And nails it, yes. which is a pretty bossy thing to do. <laughs> yes, sure does. Uh, and there's a reason the Beatles are all big friends of Harry Nielsen. He's kind of great. Um, and uh, <laughs> We could do a whole podcast on Harry Nielsen yeah. for sure. But Sean Nelson really kind of nails it on this record. I it's some wait. great what? stuff. I think I and know this. I think I know this. I, I think... This is just this year. This is only came out a few months ago. I want to say it's three months ago now, maybe less. This record came out. And he was doing shows. With, I missed the show he did here because I was out of town. But I want to play you the, 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 the first song on the record, which is his version of Gotta Get Up, which I think is from Neil, the first song on Nielsen Schmielsen. It is. Oh, yeah. Gotta get up, gotta get yeah, up. So this is, this is uh, yep, yep, yep. Sean Nelson absolutely fucking nailing <laughs> Harry Nielsen's song. song, Gotta Get Up. Check this out. Fantastic! Isn't that out of this world? Oh, fantastic! I, you know, I did know this because I heard a couple of tracks. Uh, I think the record was released in June. I remember it in the summer sometime. A couple of things. First of all, uh, yeah, 
we were talking about as it was playing. He, that song, the bridge of that song is right out of ragtime. It's total Scott Joplin. And, yeah. and he just goes, wah, wah, he goes yeah. for that whole thing. He's got vocals doing uh, muffled horn lines. It's really yes. cool. Yeah. It's Bell really cool. Lines. Uh, and even the sound of it. Oh, that's a great job. Great job, Sean Nelson. Because, again, it is so. I mean, first of all, that is one of the iconic albums from our childhood. Yeah. I mean, Rick, uh, produced Nielsen, by Rick Nielsen. Perry is amazing. Uh, it's got "Without You" on it and "Coconut." It's a yeah. it's a masterpiece, and that's a kind of a it's a forgotten song, but that should have been a big hit. That's just so infectious, you know. Gotta get up, gotta get you know. Yeah. And um, but he again, well, the massive he, hit is "Without You," which is his Badfinger cover. Yes, "Without yes. You," and then right, Badfinger, and then um, also "Coconut." Coconut. But I was going to say, the funny thing about, about Nielsen, well, we can talk about this when we do a Nielsen one, is that his two biggest hits were songs he didn't write, and he was a great songwriter, because yeah. he did uh, Everybody's Talking. Everybody's talking yeah. um, it's so, his vocal on Everybody's Talking in the movie Midnight Cowboy. It's a Fred Neal song. Yes, it's a Fred yeah. Neal song. Yep. And, uh, and that was a big hit for him. But just a great job. I, and I hope Sean plays some of these Nielsen songs when he plays. Because, uh, I, just, I was looking at the track listing, and again, it's a very ambitious yeah. thing. But I did hear a couple of tracks earlier, so um, congrats to him. That's a fantastic. Thank you for playing that. That was great. Now, we should get out of here and wrap this one up. But uh, let's, I want to leave you with another one of the bands who's coming back. Uh, and this is from their garden session, Wild Pink, who you wrote the article about. <sighs> I want to play that Love is Better from their garden session. Oh, it was really yes. cool because being stripped down as they were, they brought, instead of doing the synthesizers and the, pe- and the, uh, the pedal steel and the lap steel that they use on, on stage, uh, their drummer played a xylophone, and it was fucking amazing. Was, well, didn't they bring a glockenspiel? That's what I mean, xylophone, glockenspiel, whatever <laughs> yeah. one it was. I can never tell the difference between those two things, but the drummer <laughs> plays it on, in their garden session, and I was like, do you guys use this in concert? And they said, I don't know. We might, though. This is so cool. And they didn't the night we saw them, but it I is, think that was the only time they did it, or at yeah, that point they had They had done never it done it before. I don't yeah. know if they've done it since then, but it was it was fantastic, and I love that song, Love is Better. It's a beautiful song. It is. And I think we should just leave them with that. Uh, I don't know if you want to say anything about it right no, now. No, I just like, – listen, while we talked about it, probably right there with Sean, we're going to play two of our – you know uh, – um, Yoke in the Yoke Fur and the is the Fur. other album. It was a magnificent album last year. It really was. And, and, and again, thanks to this podcast, we dove into it deep, and it was a lot of fun. And those guys were great at our festival, and they're going to be great again. I can't believe they're playing again. That's so much fun. I really wanted to have them back because they were so magnificent. I just – you know, they're like a tent pole for us. They're a brilliant, brilliant band. They sure um, are. They sure are. Uh, and so let's leave you with Love is Better. Um, this is Wild Pink from the Garden Session, and this has been Adam and James. And – we wish you the best time getting here. Come to New York, the 8th and the 9th, the Underwater Sunshine Festival. Peace out late. One, two, three, four. One, two. Can eat blue crabs in a neighborhood the mob reputedly still haunts. There's a sweet old man at the bar with his eyes closed. 
Mouthing the words to the Kim Carton song on the radio Knowing there's no way he can ever admit his lovesick truth Not to his friend, he just quietly gifted a new smartphone Through the open windows in the bar, we feel the summers here all want another chance and a little understanding Love is better than anything Tickets caught in the fence till all the stock just up and walked away. And it'll be okay, you say, you kiss my lips. That are mouthing the words to the prayer I say each day. Knowing you've got an aching feeling deep in your heart. Don't sleep well when you don't expect to But you always find a way To make what you do beautiful The rooftop stayed wet all day And I knew Love is better
Thank you.